football affair this is your hot spot for tuesday night we're talking james robinson we're talking value trades you name it we got it but i'm not here alone i got my man g man j as you know him on twitter pod with upside front yard fantasy he does this don't tell anybody i said this roto underworld baby jay welcome to the show my man Thank you. This is long overdue for us to do something together. I appreciate you having me on. Heck yeah, man, dude. Pumped to have you. You're just a plethora of knowledge. And now we get to break down a guy that everybody wants to know about. Either you're freaking out or you're stubborn. But let's go from Jay to James Robinson, man. Tell me about last year and what happened. Uh, You know what? It was really, it was a dream scenario for him last year. Leonard Fournette got cut and you got to give the guy credit. He ran with his opportunity. Um, He came in, he was top 10 in points per game with 17.9 total points. Uh, He he was the definition of a league winner. You know, you hear that thrown around a lot. Everybody's a league winner. James Robinson was a league winner. Almost (laughs) every league that I was in, I'd say about 50% of people, had James Robinson on their team. He was free. You know, he was either a free agent undrafted. pickup. Right, right. Undrafted free agent. He was either a waiver wire pickup or in deep leagues, you know, maybe he was a late round flyer or something like that. Uh, 1,400 total yards, 10 touchdowns. I mean, oh. he, he was a stud. He was the definition of a stud. And, you know, a lot of people don't agree with me, but I'm, I'm staying away from him this year. People are a little jealous of James Robinson. RB7 last year, but like you said, undrafted. We talk undrafted running backs. It's a short list, baby. It's LeGarrette Blunt, Dominique Rhodes, Philip Lindsay, and James Robinson. There's reason for hesitation. Right. But but let's talk this year, man. James Robinson coming off that RB7 year. Talk about this Jaguars offense. I know you're a LaVisca guy. I I do love me some LaVisca Chenault. Let's talk about it, man. Look at this team. I mean, they were very thankful that the Jets pulled the Jets and they got T-Law. James Robinson, the thing about uh, Robinson last year is he had the backfield to himself. He's not going to have that this year now that they drafted ETN. Uh, Chark was banged up last year. Chenault was banged up. They added Marvin Jones and then... Uh, the Lord's favorite tight end, Tim Tebow. <laughs> we, we don't know what's going to happen with that guy. We were talking a little bit before the show. You think he's going to wind up as the starter? I could definitely see it happening. If he's going to do it on any team, it's going to be a team led by Urban Meyer. So we've got Travis Etienne. We've got James Robinson. we got Urban Meyer. So RB-wise, are they going to let – you've heard all the Gaga. You've heard he's a pass catcher, Etienne. You've heard he's, you know, a, a passing back. But no matter what, it's a split backfield. So what are we doing with these two guys? Let's go redraft. Like, who are you drafting over each other? Is it going to be Robinson out the gate starting? Etienne, is he going to do enough damage to cut into his role? It really depends where they're going. Um, I prefer Etienne in both redraft and dynasty. And like you said, uh, it's going to be split backfield. The reason James Robinson was so good last year It was his backfield and his backfield alone. He had 62% of the snaps, which was seventh in the league uh, in snap share, uh, 37% of the rush attempts on the team, which was sixth in total rush attempts. Uh, He had number one. He was the number one running back in opportunity share. Wow. So the thing is, he was not very efficient. 
Um, he had he everything had, else working for him. Right. He, so he volume is king in fantasy, and he's not going to get that again this year. Last year, he was he had a yards per carry of 4.5, which was behind the likes of Wayne Gallman, Damian Harris, and the stud Brian Hill. So needless <laughs> to say, it was not Whoa. that great. And then one metric that we have over at Roto Underworld is true yards per carry. And what that does is they take away uh, yards of uh, rushes of 10 yards or more. And basically it's to reward consistency. You know, you could have a guy that, that doesn't have that great of yards per carry. And then he breaks off a couple of 50 yarders and that right. skews things. Um, it dropped him to 4.3 with behind Wayne Gallman, Samaj P Ryan and Ty Johnson. Wow. So Ooh. yeah, some names that, that are not too pretty. Um, so while he had the volume last year, he's not going to have that this year. Whether you think that, ETN's going to be able to rush the ball or not. He's going to get the passing down work. He's already got a relationship with Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence, although he's not a running quarterback, he's able to run the ball. He's mobile. Um, He had 18 rushing touchdowns in college over his three years at Clemson. Uh, Three of James Robinson's 10 touchdowns were receiving touchdowns. So, you know, you get ETN involved in that. You get Trevor Lawrence taking away some of those touchdowns. Um, you know, there was another running back that hit, had over a thousand yards and 10 total touchdowns his rookie year. You mentioned him earlier, Philip Lindsay and two, three years later, look what you're looking at with Philip Lindsay. So Philip Lindsay, James Robinson, it's like, we're starting to feel, peel back the layers. We're right. seeing, you know, right. points are just coming off the board in fantasy here. Right. So, so now that we've talked last year and what might be in store for this year, let's put the hat on backwards. Let's go to work, man. There it it is. Bam, bam. Let's talk trades. Okay, let's do it. I just talked, uh, we just talked Darnell Mooney, man. Everybody's hyped for this guy with the addition of fields. You've got James Robinson owner. He's coming to the door. He's asking about Mooney. What's your thought here? This is pretty close. And I'm going to, I'm going to ride the fence a little bit on this. Um, If it is half point PPR, I would probably take my chances and stick with Robinson. But if it's full PPR, I'm going to go Mooney, no question, just because – and I'm I'm a running back uh, early and often type of guy. I, I'm You need uh, top-tier running backs in order to win in fantasy. I'm not a zero RB guy. But the, the opportunity he's going to have to play with Justin Fields. Allen Robinson, you know, he just re-signed with him, but he's, he's not that young. You know, he's getting right. up there in age as well. Um, I like a lot what I see from Mooney. So PPR, I would go with Mooney. If it's half PPR, I would stick with Robinson. All right. That's a good one. Real quick, because we're getting a couple questions. Rapid fire, Jay, they want to know. Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, just give me a give me an RB1, RB2, RB3. Just what are they? Chris Carson. RB1 still for Aaron Jones, even whether Aaron Rodgers is there or not. Um, Chris Carson more of a high-end RB2. You know, there's this this narrative that Chris Carson can't stay healthy. He hasn't missed. He's only missed a few games of last year. Um, he's not somebody I'm looking long-term in Dynasty, but redraft, absolutely love Chris Carson. I think he's a value. Uh, back-end RB1, high-end RB2. Jacob, thank you for the question. Cute baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Rookie fever. Everybody's doing it. Oh, Shout yeah. out to my rookie on the rise team, Britt Sanders. Let's keep it going. Rookie fever, man. These are high-end second-round picks. This a lot of people traded question. for James Robinson, a second-round pick at the beginning of the year. 
So we got Michael Carter, fourth round draft capital, and I think Sermon's third, if I'm correct. I believe so. These, these are uh, these are guys people have high upside for. They think these are, but we've seen Justice Hills, we've seen these other RBs crash and burn. So rookie fever. You're on the trade chart. Let's see who you got here. James Robinson, Michael Carter. For redraft, I would leave. Actually, you know what? For either one, I'm going to go Michael Carter. Uh, I like Michael Carter better this year for redraft because he's pretty much the guy uh, right. in New York that, you know, they got, uh, what's his name that they just signed? Um, came over from San Francisco, right? Uh, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, uh, but yeah. he he's been it's been a few years since he's done anything productive. Uh, you know, we'll have a game here or there. Right. Uh, they got Michael P. Ryan. He's nothing special. Um, I would take Michael Carter in both. I like Michael Carter better in redraft though, because with the draft capital that the Jets have over the next uh, year or two, I would not be surprised to see them replace Michael Carter. Um, I don't see Michael Carter as being somebody who is a lead back long term, but if just like James Robinson last year, I could see a situation where he gets the majority of the work. Michael Carter might be a good flip halfway through the year. Yeah. Trey Sermon. Everybody Trey type Sermon. on that run pass. Yeah. Offense and Sam Fran. Trey Sermon's moving there. Yeah. Man, I already liked Trey Sermon before. I'm not sure if you saw the news today that Jeff Wilson uh, has an injury. Yeah. He's going to be out for six months. So Ooh. I like Trey Sermon even more, although – that's going to shoot up his, uh, you know, luckily a lot of rookie drafts are already done, but redraft that's going to shoot up his, um, his ADP. I'm sure, you know, one thing that um, Justin, who was in the, uh, our, our thickest thieves chat from 14 P has brought up next year. Uh, the only two running backs that are on contract with the San Francisco 49ers are the two rookies, Trey Sermon and Eliza Mitchell. Everybody wow. else is not on, and you know they gave up all their picks, so they don't have a, an early draft pick. So they traded up to get Trey Sermon, which is a good sign. You know, the one thing that a lot of people like to talk about with ETN and James Robinson is draft capital. Draft capital matters, especially when you trade up for a guy when it comes to running backs. So I like Trey Sermon both redraft and dynasty a lot more than James Robinson. All right, there it is: Trey Sermon, Michael Carter. Over James Robinson, Mooney on the fence, depending on your point scoring league. Last but not least, man, hit me with a ranking. Dynasty, redraft, how are you valuing this guy? Like a RB3? That's what it almost seems like. So redraft, I would not would not wouldn't mind him as a late RB2. You know, if if you tend to fade running back early, which I'm the type I like to go early and often, um, but I would settle for him as a as a back end RB two, but yeah, in dynasty, honestly, I'm I'm getting anything I can for him. RB three flex play, um, just because I, I truly believe in ETN. I think he is going to take over this backfield. Um, I just James Robinson was a va volume play last year. It was the perfect scenario, and he's not going to have that again. He was not efficient. Um, like I said, guys like Damian Harris, Brian Hill. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, they were they had better yards per carry than James Robinson. That tells me everything I need to know. All right, James Robinson, everybody is not a hot buy, and he is not yum yum. He's done. So if you're listening to this show, James Robinson, quick hitters, probably not the guy you're going out to target. Target, excuse me, not shopping at Target, um, but he is one <laughs> that you're going to want to get off your hands pretty soon. Um, 
Jay, man, pod with upside. Yes, sir. From we got to get you on there. Yeah, Roto dude. Underworld, baby. You're all over. Uh, a little bit all over power, the place. Too sweet to be sour. And nobody does it better. There Jay, it dude, thanks for coming on Quick Hitters. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Yep. Till next time, guys. I'm the Maddie Daddy. Let's get it.